Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast, where we have open and honest conversations about business strategies, thinking, and habits that are essential to building a successful event planning business while enjoying a fulfilling lifestyle. I am your host, Mayo Silvers, an events veteran with over 20 years of experience and also an unstoppable eventrepreneur with two multiple six-figure events business. Come listen with an open heart and open mind. Be ready to reset, recharge, and rejuvenate your life and your business. Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast once again. So last week, we talked a little bit about handling price objection. So today, I want to talk a little bit about your relationship with money. So this is a topic that a lot of people do not want to talk about, which is money, because of how they feel about money and also their relationship with money and also the common perception or misconception about money. So I want to dive into this particular topic because even though it may consider taboo to talk about money so publicly, I want to highlight that your relationship with money plays an important part in your personal life and also in your business and your financial wealth. So I don't want to shy away from this topic. And as I mentioned from the very beginning about this podcast, this is not going to be one that is all sugar coating and shy away from taboo topics. I want to go straight to the core of any topic that is brewing beneath the surface because nobody dares to talk about it. And I'm not going to be one of those podcasts that is going to avoid taboos and then you lose your listeners. I'm going to just give you the truth. And the truth may not be the truth for you, but it's the truth for me. And if it resonates with you, great. If it doesn't, then I may not be the best podcast for you. So, but I do hope that you will take away something from this particular podcast. Okay, so last episode, we talked about uh, how to handle price objection, right? So this time round, I want to talk about your relationship with money because your relationship with money and how you feel about money and how you think about money is going to affect your mindset when you go into a sales conversation. Okay. So the number one thing, or actually I would say not necessarily number one, but very often I hear from many event planners and bless their heart. And I was in those shoes as well in the past until I work with a coach that ignite my wealth awareness or wealth consciousness and it completely changed my financial success trajectory. So just in less than a month, I completely changed how I feel about money and it has helped me leaps and bounds in my business. And I hope that what I'm going to be sharing with you is going to help you as well. So uh, a lot of times event planners, we 
just want to create beautiful events, correct? We want the whole event to look beautiful. We want to see the happy faces of our clients and their guests. So at the end of the day, the satisfaction comes from the work that we do and the joy that we bring to people. So subconsciously, we put the financial gains for ourselves secondary, okay? Secondary. So we, we want to be paid but we put other people's happiness and the fulfillment before the financial gains. So I hear a lot of event planners, they say that, oh, I, I, just, want to, I just want to create beautiful events and they want to help everybody. When I mean everybody, that means people who do not have the budget, but they are so nice. These people are so nice and they have a good heart and they just want to have a beautiful event, a baby shower or wedding or birthday party. They just want to have a beautiful event and they need your help. And you being the kind-hearted soul and you feel bad for them, okay? You feel bad that they do not have the financial means. You feel that everybody deserves to have a beautiful event and you feel that you know nobody should be deprived from having a beautiful event because they don't have the money like all these rich people so you want to help them a lot of times this happens because the way you feel because you feel like you feel for them because you feel that you can resonate with them because you also want other people to give you that type of empathy and also that type of graciousness if you want to do a beautiful event, but you don't have the budget. So you want to have an event planner who's able to understand your financial situation, but also understand that you want to have a beautiful event so they will work with your budget. So because you think that way, because you want to be treated that way, so you want, so you ended up treating your budget conscious clients, potential clients that way as well. That because they're so nice, they're just like you, right? They are just like a version of you. You want to love them because that's how you feel that you want people to love you too. So your relationship with your relationship with money becomes secondary in the sense that, okay, you know, the acceptance that they accepting you as a nice person, you accepting them as, you know, they are very nice as well and you want to help them. So you just go above and beyond to help them. And then your business takes a toll because this habit keeps happening. Okay, you keep doing the same thing. You keep accepting potential clients that want the world but don't have the budget. But because you feel for them, you feel that they deserve to have the beautiful event and it is not their fault that they don't have the money to pay for whatever they want or life deals dealt them a bad hand or they are just not born with a silver spoon just like you. You know, you don't have that much money and you feel that you deserve everything and you feel that they deserve everything. So you are reflecting your money relationship onto your clients, okay? That's your relationship with money. That's your belief about money. And you just transfer what I call your money shit story onto your client. So, and you know, for those of you 
who actually have the balls to stand up and say that, I'm sorry, you know, I understand your vision. You know, you truly feel sorry for them. So you you apologize. You say, I understand your vision. I understand what you want, but we will have to increase the budget. And then you end up not working with this client. Okay, this potential client. Sometimes, you know, often you will somehow for however, I don't know how that happened. You found out that they actually hire another planner and pay them more money. When they say that they don't have the budget to pay you. Now, how does that make you feel? So number one in a sales conversation, do not believe their money story. Do not believe what your potential client tells you that they don't have the money. All right. When you start believing their money story and you start reflecting your own money story onto your potential client, that's what happens. You want to help everybody because that's how you feel that you want to be helped as well. That's when you have a financial situation in a sense that you're not charging what you're supposed to be charging. Okay. So be very, very mindful of that. So another thing I want to bring up is you don't believe you can make that much money. Okay. You don't believe you can make that much money, which subconsciously leads you to think that you don't believe you can charge that much. Now, why do you have that type of belief that you don't believe you can make that much money? A lot of times, or you don't believe that you can charge that much. A lot of times comes from your insecurity about your worthiness, about your service. Basically, your imposter syndrome about, and basically your insecurity. You don't think that you can deliver what you say that you can deliver, number one. You don't believe in yourself. Number two, you don't believe that you can deliver what the potential client wants because you think that you are inexperienced or you don't have the skill set. So you can't charge much. And number three is you don't believe you can make that much money because the people in your surroundings don't make that much money. So you just think that it is the norm that it is the norm that you should only charge $1,000 or $2,000 because the people you're mixing with or associating yourself with are only charging that much, are only making that much. So you think that it's normal to live paycheck to paycheck. It's not what you like or what you desire, but that's the norm because that's the surrounding you're surrounding yourself with. If you are in a circle of people, let's just say if you're associating yourself with a a luxury event planner, okay, where she charged, like for me, I will charge $25,000 for my fees. For a very, very simple event, I will charge $5,000 for, you know, an upwards to $100,000. So if you surround yourself with people who charge that price, it will become your norm as well to charge that price. So your norm is defined by your surroundings. And, you know, because you, the people you're surrounding yourself with are making that much or charging that much. So you think that's the norm. But if you change your norm to a new norm, okay, the new normal that, oh, charging $5,000 is a new norm. 
you start to get into that new norm and you start to start and you will start to charge that much as well because you start seeing that oh this new this new group of people they are hanging out with are charging that much and they have about the same skill set as you so if they can charge that much so can i so i want you to adopt that kind of thinking if she can do it so can i if he can do it so can i right but first choose your surroundings because if you surround yourself with the people with that type of norm that in your mind is not what you want but you just expect it to be well that's the norm and you accept it stop doing that start looking for your new norm okay now another common belief is you think that money is hard to earn okay it's difficult to accumulate wealth it's difficult to accumulate money so well wow, this this is very very common belief and i grew up in that kind of environment right for oh my god like since the day i was born until until i'm 45 years old so 45 45 years okay until august 2021 when i hired a coach that really ignited my wealth consciousness so if you know when we were when we were growing up right our parents would tell us money don't grow on trees don't waste money money is so hard to earn save your money don't spend your money mindlessly be frugal right it's so hard to earn money so it's easier to save than to earn money so we grew up with that type of thinking with that type of belief So when we have that type of thinking and that type of belief that money is hard to earn, don't waste your money. You will go into a sales conversation that oh, it's so difficult to make this money, right? It's so difficult to ask for money. So when you tell yourself it's so difficult to earn money, it's so difficult to ask for money, right? And money is a is a an asset that is very difficult. To attain, so if you keep telling yourself that it's hard, what happens? You won't do it. That's why you don't ask for the sale. That's why you're afraid of rejection, right? So you go into a sales conversation, telling everybody what you can do for them, but at the end, you don't ask for the sale because you have this belief that is so difficult to close a sale. Because sales equals money, and money is hard to earn. What happens? You don't dare to ask for the sale. You just assume that it's so difficult to get that sale. So if it's so difficult, you don't want to do it. That's why you detest sale. That's why you have hesitation about sales. That's why you know you you just tell yourself that oh, it's so difficult to make money, right? I don't want and and once you also start thinking that okay so difficult to make money and then once you get that money what happens you don't dare to invest you don't dare to use that money because it's so hard to earn so whatever money that I make I'm just going to hold on to it I am not going to do anything about it I'm just going to sock it away I'm going to put it in my bank account I don't you're not going to do anything about it now as a business owner I'll tell you that's suicidal 1000% suicidal move if you hold to hold on to your money okay if you are just holding on tight to your money in business you have to invest to make more you need to have that investment mindset 
Okay. So if you feel that money is hard to earn, that means you will not dare to invest. When you do not dare, we when you don't dare to invest, your business will go very very slow or sometimes even stagnant. So if you feel that it's so difficult to make money, and when you make that little money that you have, you don't dare to invest. Such as what do I always say? When you grow your business, you need to participate in sales activities. That is going to bring you a lot of leads because you need to build your pipeline. Okay, so what is one of the sales activity that you must do in order to get a mass accumulation of leads? Trade shows. Okay, trade shows. If you are a wedding planner or a corporate planner, you attend trade shows, and that's where you will be exposed to to a huge group of people who requires your service. A wedding trade shows. Who comes? Brighter, you know, couples, right? Engage couples. If you're a wedding planner, those are your those are your potential clients. So you get a whole bunch of people coming to your booth all at one time. If you have done a great job, okay, in decorating your booth and engaging in people, they will come to your booth. So you need to invest in trade shows, and trade shows sometimes can be expensive. It could be from two hundred dollars to four hundred dollars to a thousand dollars. So. The whatever little money that you have made and you want to, to hold on to it and you don't dare to invest, what happens? That means you miss out on the opportunity to get 30, 50, 100 leads at one time at a trade show. So you are not building your ecosystem. That means you're not increasing your email list. You're not increasing your following on your social media. Okay, so you don't, you have all this miss opportunity and you also miss opportunity of talking to a hundred leads, okay, at the trade show and closing a 2.5% of that. So if you hawk onto your money and you don't invest, what are you going to do with the money? So you are not expanding yourself to a wider audience. You're not, you're not building your pipeline. That means sales is slow. That means your business will grow very slow or stagnant. Okay. And another belief is because money is so hard to earn, you don't want to invest in in people and technology. Okay. When you're growing your business, it is not just you. You need a team. Okay. When I say a team, it doesn't have to be a full-time employee. It could be contractors. It could be investing in technology, in automation, so that you can free up more time to do sales generating activities. So if you don't invest in automation and you don't invest in, in, in a team or a staff or contractor to do the things that you are not good at, that you're not passionate about, like for me, anything that's tacky, I don't handle. Okay. So I'm great with coming up with content to share. I'm great with talking to people. But if you want me to go behind the scene and work on my website and work on my social media in terms of the posting, the graphics, the whole nine, yes, I can do it. Well, I can, but I choose not to do it because it takes up a lot of my time because I'm not good at it. And I really don't enjoy doing that. So I invest my money on technology. Okay. I invest my money on people who can do that part of the job much faster than me, which free up the time for myself that I can use this time to generate more sales, talk to potential clients, talk to existing clients so that way I can upsell them, start working on new offers, right? Start building my network, go to speaking engagements, be on podcasts, 
expanding my visibility. So I have more time now to work on my business instead of being bogged down in all these day-to-day operations or manual tasks that is not going to serve me in the long run, that's not going to help me bring in more leads. So if you have that type of thinking that I don't want to invest, you are sabotaging yourself in your business. So in general, all right, your relationship with money, how you feel about money is going to have a direct impact on the success of your business. All right. You need to start thinking that money, money is energy. Okay. Money is an energy that needs to be told what to do. Okay. You need to have an intention about money. You need to tell money what you are going to do with the money when it comes. If I tell the universe that, oh, I would love to have $100,000 because I'm going to use this $100,000 to pay for a business coach or to pay for a wealth coach or to hire one team, one more team member to bring me more sales. The universe, remember I always say, when you tell the universe what you want, you've got to trust the universe to deliver it for you. Because if you can think about it and you can ask for it, it's there. It's in the quantum feel. You know, it's in the feel out there. It's just waiting for you, you, the human self, you, the physical self to catch up, to claim that. It's out there. You just have to claim it. You just have to believe that you tell your genie. And I told, and I have said to my clients inside our mentorship program that the universe is your genie. Be very careful about what you wish. So if you wish to have $100,000 and you tell the genie, I want to use this $100,000 to pay for my business coach, right? And I want to use this $100,000 to pay for a new staff member. The genie says, your wish is my command, just like Aladdin. And you have to trust your genie to go do it. And you need to hold on to that belief. And you, once you hold on to that belief, you will take actions, Okay, that is aligned with that belief that whatever you ask for is going to come. All right. So I know it all sounds very woo woo, like blind faith, but that's just how it works. A lot of times in business, it's all blind faith. And you learn in the process how to trust and how to execute and how to audit your results, and you get better and better and better. So please be very mindful about your relationship with money, how you feel about money, the, you, the surroundings you're exposing yourself that is causing you that self-limiting belief, all right? So you want to expose yourself to people who has a positive relationship with money, who understands how to make money and make money work for them. You are not the slave to money. Money is not your boss. You are the boss of money. You tell money what to do. Money is not the end or be all. Money is not the source. Money is the means. Money is the means for you to become affluent so that you can influence, okay? The affluence that you get from wealth is going to let you influence the world. The more money you have is going to help you to help the people that you really want to help. So before you can help other people in the financial sense, you're going to help yourself first. Once you're wealthy, you'll be able to help other people, all right? So again, as I said, 
a lot of people are afraid to talk about money because in our, you know, sometimes even in our religion, we don't want to talk about money because money is, is dirty. Money is, money is, makes people evil. Money is not a positive thing. And we have a misconception or the, or the perception that wealthy people are not the nicest people and they attain wealth in a certain manner that is not approved by our religion or by the society. And we don't want to associate associate ourselves with that type of wealth accumulation. So you want to, you must understand money will only make you more of who you are. Money does not change you. Money makes you of more, makes you more of who you are. Okay. If you truly believe in who you are, if you're not easily influenced by other people who thinks that, oh, when you have money, you should behave that way, you should act that way. Money just makes you more of who you are. If you are a kind, generous soul, you will become more kind and more generous when you have money. And that's how I have seen for myself. I've always been kind and generous when I have no money. And I'm kind and generous when I have no money. And I help in other ways that does not financially requires me to take out money from my bank because at the point of time I don't have the money but now that I have the money I also I donate my time I donate my my energy and in addition I donate my wealth financial wealth to organizations and to people who really needs it money make me more of who I am so first you need to really understand who you are so and if you really love who you are you don't have to worry that money will turn you into an evil person okay understand that money is a source is is not it's not as the source sorry it's not the source it's just the means okay it's just the means and don't be afraid of money don't think that money is difficult to earn. Don't think that money is elusive because if you think money is that way, money will behave that way. Money is very obedient. We have to tell money what to do and money will do it. Understand you are the boss of money. Okay. So I hope this podcast has give it, given you some insights and some thoughts, provocating thoughts about money. And hopefully it will help you to really look at how money can help you in your business and also in your personal life. Once again, I always say that if you find that this podcast is helpful for you and you think that it's helpful for other people, please pass on to or or share this podcast with your friends and family and also leave me a review so that we can eventually in the next five years be ranked as the number one event planning podcast for event planners and uh, or business owners so that we all can have a prosperous business and prosperous life. So thank you, everybody. Talk to you again next week. Thank you for listening to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, can you do me a favor? Please leave us a review and also share our podcast so we can help more eventrepreneurs out there. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss any new episodes.